to Gab Street. Welcome to Gab Street. We are on episode 5. Should be releasing on March 13th. We are recording this on March 3rd. We will be out of town. That's okay. We will st still get content out to the masses as we can. This is Corey. I'm Gage. We have two guests with us. This is Zay Crypto, or Aaron. Hey. And we have Luke Chioka. Hey. They're both musicians. They work with each other and other people as well. Mm -hmm. And I actually work with Luke at literally. our actual job. Literally, literally a fucking job. <laughs> we actually work in the same... We don't. We haven't like worked too many shifts together, though. Yeah. But like, it was funny because I, was, I came into work the other day, and I was walking in, and he was like, Hey, Gage, do you know... Corey Leo? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, why? And yeah, like, bro, you gave me that face. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's like, I work with him on some stuff, and he's like, yeah, I heard you guys, like, do a podcast together, and I knew him through the, like, underground hip-hop scene, so, and I, and I was like, oh, wow, a small world. Yeah, and, my boy, uh, and he was like, yeah, he knows my friend Aaron, and I was like, oh, the Aaron that we're about to do an episode with this, like, this Sunday? So, that was, it was interesting. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Tell us a little bit, you two, about what you guys do. Aaron, you want to start? Oh, just I don't know. We just make music. Like that's that's about it. But what kind of like genre would you say it is? Because I know it's like there's like rap, but I know your most recent uh, release, I think, it was a uh, through the window through pain. the window pane. We just listened to that, and I got chills listening to it like it was oh, yeah. it was it was pretty it was really good and thank you but there was like it seemed like there was a lot more just general singing in that than there was kind of rapping which seems like it's in most of your work yeah yeah i started off rapping but then i realized i could sing so i've just been experimenting that's fair so you're planning to kind of go back and forth with that you know mm. experiment with both that's cool yeah. So I actually, uh, we, we met through me finding uh, your Fantagram freestyle. Yeah, man. I posted that on Reddit. Yeah. Was, in, yeah. The, in the Columbus subreddit. Our last guest on here, Evan Swiatecki, I also met through that subreddit. Really? So, yeah, that's pretty dope. That's um, cool, man. Yeah, both of you post stuff. On, is it r slash Columbus music or is it r slash Columbus? I forget. It's, yeah, uh, Columbus music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this this man right here did a dope freestyle over a uh, Fantagram beat, and uh, Fantagram, if you guys don't know, did a song called "Fall in Love." That's their probably their most mainstream song. If you check that out, you're like, yeah, I know who that is. So, uh, yeah, he he, did, he released a pretty uh, pretty good freestyle. I think that was the first time that you really showed uh, your real prowess with your flow uh, over a beat. So I, I thought that was cool that you put that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could say that. And Luke, we got a chance to go over some of your stuff earlier too, and I noticed that yours is mostly just mostly rap, but you do have some a little singing in there when it comes to doing like the chorus and stuff. Um, do you just primarily focus on rap though? Yeah, I mean, I would say <clears throat> rap is my main genre. Um, I do like R and B, um, mm -hmm. some of the kind of more rhythmic stuff. Uh, but I would say the the main difference between me and I feel like a lot of other people, especially in the underground scene is that I like to also produce my own instrumentals. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, once you do that, you kind of have to figure out the technical stuff. Like, okay, uh, what things do I have to EQ? What do I have to apply side chaining to? And like, what does all this mean? How does it come together? And so for me, even that technical stuff is fun. It's, it's part of the whole process of making your music, making your instrumentals. You know, then you get to write to it. It's, it's like your soul. 
And I guess my biggest inspiration uh, right now is NF. Just, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I yeah you guys. And so just, I guess the realness behind his lyrics is really what I like. And I noticed that you, we were going through some of your stuff, we noticed that you have two accounts on SoundCloud. One under your name and one by your alias. So yeah. is the alias the one that you post mainly instrumental stuff to a little bit? Yeah, yeah, that would be right. So I basically, when I when I started music production, you know, I was, I was kind of thinking, oh, do I want to rap or do I just want to make instrumentals? And so, you know, you go on YouTube or any of those mainstream pages and you find a lot of producers mm-hmm. like Kyle Beats, Servita Music, you know, any of those people, all they do is make beats. Well, I started making beats and, you know, send them, sending them to people and kind of see what was going on. But I realized something and that was that, like, these instrumentals are like my creation. And I, I noticed this in the underground scene that a lot of people, some of their lyrics are kind of trashy or like meaningless or... So I didn't want to just give out my instrumentals freely because I felt like it was a part of me. And right. I, it's like my... I heard a producer put it really well. They said it's like my child. I wouldn't want someone messing with my child, you know? So... Inside of Manama, night rider, alright, I'm a ghost kinda, I'm a soul diver, a user and supplier, I got more fire, my pockets are filled with lighters, I got no time to waste, so I don't chat with the mindless, and my mother's gift You talk a lot about uh, the underground scene in music, can you guys go over a little bit of like what it, what the underground scene, like what it is and what it means to be a part of it, and how you guys originally got invested into it? Mm-hmm. I didn't really know much about the underground scene until I met Corey, man. Like, I was just in my bedroom making music, uh, like, showing it to my friends, whatever. Um, but uh, you you put me on to a lot of the the people in the underground scene. Like um, Senseless, for instance? Did I tell you about him? Or? I don't think he... I don't know if he told me Static about him. Static Res? Yeah, yeah I, saw him, I saw him on your... On your Social media, okay, but like definitely like Cash's keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, he's yeah. he's probably um, out of all the people I found through you, I like him the most. He's definitely one of the goats of Columbus, in my opinion. Yeah, if not for his lyrics, uh, for his his technicality and how in his flow, yeah, just how spot on it is on rhythm. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. But uh, speaking of influences on our music, you mentioned NF earlier, and now yeah. we're talking about Cassius Keys a little bit. Uh, my personal biggest influence on the music that I make is Aesop Rock. Uh, he's on the uh, Rhyme Sayers label. He has that super wordy rap. Like uh, There have been a few publications about hip-hop that put out this chart of uh, most unique words per album or whatever and Aesop Rock is like three tiers above everyone else I think I saw like, little charts and like that yeah yeah it's like I don't know it makes me feel like a giant nerd but like <laughs> I fucking love his music man it's just super fast super wordy and uh, I think that shows a lot in my music but who do you think is for either of you who, who do you think is an artist that kind of shows their influence in, in songs of yours yeah, I mean, like I said, I guess I would say um, NF would be the main one, and um, I, I do have a few others that I guess at some point I can mention, but uh, just as I said, I re- really like how real he is, and I feel like within my music I can just open up and 
No one's gonna... Yeah, people might judge me, but it's like, I can just say what I want. And it, it's like moving on almost, you know? People who would judge you do it in their heads anyway. Right, You know, yeah. like, that. it doesn't matter. You know, it never comes out, so... Well, you know, I have had people, like, they'll listen to my song, like, the one never loved, and, and they'll be like, oh, it's... I love how you talk about, like, cutting yourself or, you know, things like that. And it's like, well... I mean, stuff like that's real. It's like, oh, but, you know, they treat it like a joke. And, and yeah. sometimes that is a little disrespectful, I think. But um, I, still, being real, I feel like it's you kind of get off your chest and you can move on. Yeah. We, we, we checked out that song earlier. I noticed uh, one of the comments on it. Uh, the song's called Never Loved, but the comments said, loved it. So I yeah. thought that was kind yeah, of funny. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I could definitely sense that you definitely put something into that song that maybe you would not normally say in normal conversation, you know? Like, and that's tough. That is really tough. Uh, and I still have to find my uh, my avenue of doing that, my gap street, if you will, um, of I doing that. And do a song. Right I had to do the reference. Sick. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I talk about my brother a lot in my songs, uh, and I talk about, uh, like, my, my latest album, Sense of the Landscape, was basically the product of a really, really shitty week, basically, where I just didn't really know what anything meant to me. And so uh, that's closer to uh, me doing what you're doing. But uh, I have mad respect for actually, like, being able to just throw that down without any filter on it. So that's cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Of course. What about you, Zay? Oh, um, so, in, like, I think the most obvious influences that it, in the stuff I've released so far is, uh, like, I, I have one song where Lil Peep is a... Huge we were talking about that, yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit for both of you, I think at one point, one song of yours, I don't remember what it was, but we both said Lil Peep uh, oh, yeah. definitely, definitely came out in both of your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, apart from that, I think, um, I don't know, something that might show, I think, like, maybe like a little bit of ASAP Rocky, a little bit of... Yeah. I guess just like New York in general. Like I get a lot of my style from New York. That's cool. Um, and then just like I think the style of my lyrics too. I get a lot of inspiration from Flatbush Zombies. Nice. If you've never heard of them, you I've heard of them. Check yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check out Palm Trees, Flatbush Zombies. Uh, Better off dead than a mixtape. That shit is great. Um, My buddy Dylan keeps telling me to check him out. I have yet to, so yeah. I've been meaning to, yeah. I think Dylan even has a song called Better Off Dead. Dylan does have a song <laughs> called Better Off Dead, yes. But, with, uh, uh, with Indigo. What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Corey, you have another That's all right. <laughs> That's cool. websites and shock your circuits. I know you want to die. Cold rage in an empty bottle So you got ways to numb your sorrow And stay up late uh, So, talking about, like I said before we started recording um, I know you two work together on recording your stuff Yeah <laughs> And uh, I mentioned that, that your music sounds professional quality When it comes to 
the uh, the, the mix. Honestly, yeah, yeah. As of the past six months, I think so. Yeah. Well, what, what goes into that? What kind of equipment? What kind of work? Well, um, what kind of money? <laughs> I think I think Luke really took it to the next level for us. Yeah. Just because he's he's put a lot of time and effort into just researching this shit. Like, oh yeah. He's in the studio. He's he's just figuring it out. He's always showing me like these little little new things every time I come over. Like, hey, look, we can do this now. Like, like uh, <laughs> we can take your voice and like. Like make you sound like a woman. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Um, but yeah, man. Um, like for through the window pane, mm-hmm. and uh, for what did I release before that? Night Rider. Yeah, yeah. Night Rider. That was completely original, actually. Yeah, that was. Um, did you make the beat for? I, it? I made he, the instrumental. He, he made yeah. the instrumental for that. Yeah, that's um, that's rare because. Most of the songs on my SoundCloud, yeah, I just get the instrumental off of YouTube. So I'll just like search and search and search. When I found something I like, I'll I'll rip it and I'll put it in FL Studio. Where but, do you go? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, I'm, it's just cool because uh, that's like the only song I have where it's completely owned by us. Having said that, I actually wanted to say something. Yeah. This either this year or the beginning of next, you wanted to release a mixtape of all my instrumentals, but your lyrics, right? So completely yeah, yeah. original. So that uh, is true. Yeah, and so there's plans of that. So we're definitely gonna be doing a lot more work uh, in the future. That's very exciting to hear. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Where do you guys draw the line between um, sampling, like rippling, ripping, and doing your own stuff when it comes to releasing music? Because I know a lot of artists that will simply they will do their own thing, and I know a lot of artists that'll sim- that'll simply just take. Uh, beats that are out there and use it as their own. And I co- know Corey, you t- you do a lot of sampling where you will kind of make your own beats, but you'll kind of using it, snippets, yeah, of doing older snippets artists, of during yeah. stuff, taking that and manipulating it so that it's like really fucking old artists. Yeah, <laughs> well, two hundred year old artists. I believe um, when it comes to that, there's a there's a law about uh, like copyright or something. Right. It's like ten seconds or something. Right. Something like that. I, I know. know. I know. It's like with. Uh, so I guess that would be the YouTube. Limit. It's like yeah. I think on YouTube for the videos, it's like three to four seconds is I, only is the only thing allowed. But I don't, I'm not quite sure how it is with music. I mean, in hip hop, sampling has always been such a important part of the art form. Right. So, um, I'm definitely, I guess, for sampling. I just think that, like, you should be using it artistically. You know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't just be like, copying someone else's ID and then, just pasting it. And like you need to, you shouldn't be able to, to tell it was exactly from a certain song, you know. Yeah, and I think you two. I'm I'm excited to see what kind of work you guys do because I think, uh, Luke, I think, your best strength is the instrumentals from your music. Not to say that your voice isn't bad or anything, yeah. but I think yeah, yeah. That, I think the instrumentals and the beat and everything is your strongest point. And Zay, I think that your strongest is your voice. Um, not to say that I don't think you guys are creative in the opposite way, but sure, I, yeah. I, I, I think that with you doing uh, like the rapping and the singing on top of what Luke can do with the instrumentals, I'm, I'm really excited to see what you guys can do with that because yeah, I think it'll, I think it's going to turn out to be something really cool. You know, um, on on the topic of sampling, actually, mm-hmm. in in my latest release, uh, Stark, which was you know it was about a week or two ago, mm-hmm. I actually had that done for a while, but I. 
originally intended to sample um, "Thank You Next" by Ariana Grande. Really? In fact, it's even if you go to the you know the file session, you'll see that that is imported into my song. But huh. I, you know, I wasn't looking for copyright stuff like Aaron was saying, and I wasn't looking for people getting distracted because ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, it's my music. But you know, it starts off like they must think this is a circus because I see a lot of clowns. Basically. I guess that song was more what I was thinking of the industry, but I didn't want uh, the sample to pull away from the fact that, you know, okay, it's my music. I didn't want them to be like, oh, yo, you're dissing Ariana Grande or whatever, you know, because... Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I, I mean... They're acting like some drones. No, this isn't Star Wars, but I see a lot of clones. Stop making more problems, I got issues of my own. I just want a better world like you don't even know. When the time is right... While we're on the topic of uh, clowns in the industry, let's talk about mumble rap for a minute. Let's okay, just okay. let's just dabble in mumble rap. Um, I know one of the songs my first album I had a, I had an artist named Cross-Eyed come on for a song named Gold, and uh, he calls himself the death of mumble rap in that song. Uh, and he just he's on that side of the spectrum where he's just like fuck all mumble rap. We can't have this in society. <laughs> What are you guys' stances on it, and it, do you think it can provide any any actual good contribution or meaning to the mu the, the realm of music? I like some designer. I'll admit it. I, I'm a very very slight closeted designer fan. I will say. So. I mean, I think I think mumble rap is great, man. Yeah. Little Lil Pump jumped out of he dropped out of Harvard to to save the rap game. Oh, I yeah. mean, like. <laughs> Everybody knows this, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, after a hard day's work, I just like to pop a Zan and like listen to to, to Lil Zan. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Well, I mean, in all seriousness, I think for every he genre, you don't think he was serious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on, that's disrespect. But no, like, like honestly though, like in all seriousness, I think that. Mumble rap is kind of like I think a better word is like pop rap. Yeah. Yeah. Pop rap. Yeah. I think pop rap definitely has a place in the industry. Just cuz like like you remember like when Takashi was the hottest shit out and um like no everywhere you went like people were were shouting his shit like at parties, you know? Like um I was in West Virginia uh like almost a year ago like March April and um, there I was were a lot this, of Takashi parties in West Virginia. Uh, yeah, I was I was at the, <laughs> I was at this house party. I feel like that is like the last place you would expect to hear that or like see it, hear or see that. But yeah, 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 no, like people were everybody was screaming that like that was the only song the entire night people were shouting at the top of their lungs like everybody knew that. Huh. So like yeah, oh, the, I mean you got to make songs to party to. Somebody's got to do it. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with Aaron here. It's basically, it's like party music. You know, with every genre of music, I think there's a time and a place for it. I mean, you know, if you're really down, obviously you're going to listen to sad music. If you just had a breakup, you're going to listen to, like, love music. And like Aaron said, if you're at a party or in the club or something, you're going to listen to party music. Yeah. And I definitely think that's where mumble rap belongs, but I, I just think a lot of people don't like it because it really is... It's an interesting genre, you know, the, it's almost inaudible, it's, 
And I guess if you associate, well, if you associate rap with something like that, then you it's easy to say, oh, that's not real rap, because rap obviously has a completely different meaning. Uh, but I think the important thing uh, to know with mumble rap is that, like Aaron said, it's like party music. Yeah. My, in my personal opinion, uh, the only party artist that I've ever really been able to get into is Post Malone. And, okay. Uh, yeah. H3H3 podcast talked a lot about him. They're actually friends with him. They're saying, like, he's... There there were a bunch of articles written about him saying, like, oh, well, he has no political stance. Like, how, why doesn't he stand for anything? Like, what's the point of his music if he doesn't stand for anything? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Austin, his name I think, Austin Post or whatever, yeah. uh, came on to H3 and was like, yo, just chill. Like, I'm just making music to chill. I don't need to hate anyone or promote anyone's ideals. Like, it's just, just pop a zan, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> just chill, man. <laughs> but it's a good mix of, yeah. of, uh, post, or, well, yeah, it is post Malone. A good mix of mumble rap and rap you can actually fucking understand the, the words with. Yeah, sure. Like, it's it's chill, but there's still, like, the song Paranoid or Paranoia. Paranoid, um, I think. Is it, is it Paranoid? Paranoid, yeah, I, think. I think. it's Paranoid. He's talking about something, you know? He's talking about a real topic. He's not just jumping around different rap tropes, like, I fuck bitches, I pop Zans. It's not just yeah. random Who is, well, He does be fucking hoes and popping pillies. He does be fucking hoes and popping pillies, but he has... Songs where he's not just talking about that, and I think that's uh, a point of respect for someone who can also create just this wild party music. I feel know? like he has yeah. that post in particular has a good balance between. You that said, kind of stuff. You said post, post Malone does. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I don't. I don't really listen to Post Malone that much. But, yeah. Um, Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, shoot. <laughs> I just went on a tangent. Yeah. About <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, yeah. Is there an artist that you feel that way about? or? I mean, like, I feel all type of way about all type of artists. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. About Kanye. Kanye. Old Kanye? New Kanye? Kanye. He's been bringing up Kanye. <laughs> Dude, old this Kanye. Is like every all the third show. episode. This is the third time it. where he has to bring up Kanye. <laughs> uh, new Kanye doesn't have a chance against old Kanye, bro. He, it does have some good shit, but... But like, where's the line better. though? Where's the line though? Uh, let's see. Off of Life of Pablo. Um, I mean, Life of Pablo was good. It was pretty good, yeah. yeah. And Kids See Ghosts, that shit slapped. That was bad. good, but like, I I didn't like how short it was. Like, yeah, I agree. It could have been longer. I think Ye was trash, kind of. I didn't really. Except like, Ye did have some bangers though. Like, mm. yeah, I guess I don't, it was kind of a. Kind of a background music album yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's but. it's not like yeah, it's, it's not like his first two. That's for sure. Yeah. What yeah. do you guys think about Logic? Because I feel like he when uh, he was pretty big for a while, and like I said, he still is, but I feel like it's kind of gone down a little bit. Um, did um, you, did you, you guys? Do you feel a way about Logic? Um, to be honest, I haven't listened to a lot of his music. Now yeah. I, I know he had a he had a massive song. It was like one eight hundred. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, a suicide yeah. hotline. Yep. Yeah, that that whole thing. Um, and you know I I like that, and I like I like his vibe. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I like his vibe. It's, he's it, got a good vibe. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is almost kind of like a. You guys ever heard of Lucid or? Well, he goes by Lucid, but it's Lucidious. He's he he's kind of on the rise too, and maybe we'll talk about him later. But it's kind of like. Wit Laurie, him, 
Eminem, NF, it's like they all kind of have that vibe. It's like, mm. it's not just senseless, I guess. And that's kind of how I feel, uh, you know. Yeah. I just, uh, I was, is Bobby Tarantino too still the, his most recent album release? No, he had, um, uh, Sinatra, Young Sinatra. Oh, yeah. Four. I was, uh, I or really, three, I, don't remember I will stand by that I think that Under, Pre- is Under Pressure is still probably his best album. Um, just, I like his older stuff. I like the stories that he tells in that album. I think Bobby Tarantino is good. When Bo- I was uh, really excited when Bobby Tarantino 2 was coming out, but I was honestly... I liked it at first, but then the more I listened to it, the more kind of I was like, this isn't nearly as good as I originally thought. I was severely disappointed from the get-go with uh, with Bobby Tarantino 2, honestly. I think he just completely abandoned any, any meaningful uh, lyrics that he would have put out before. But again, it's party music, yeah. and I'm not into party music, so that's just the thing, you know? He just kind of changed genres on me, you know? Yeah. So, if I don't like a genre, I mean, I, I, he's still good as an artist. I, right. I yeah, respect yeah. the musicality of the album in that it took a lot of effort. But I think as of late, with his latest albums, he's kind of fallen into his formula where his lyrics aren't extremely intelligently, like, great lyrics, but he's probably one of the best rappers flow and technically wise you know out there and he has the best sound but he doesn't have the best lyrics Mm -hmm. but he has great instrumentals as well and so sometimes you only need two out of three like two two out of three ain't bad sometimes you know that's what I that's what I think about his music Um, what do you guys think about Lupe Siasco um I've heard a few songs about him I I fuck with what I heard yeah yeah yeah. Um, he's got this one song. I think it's called "American Terrorist" or something. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Cool. It's good. I've caught myself listening to a lot of white rappers recently. Mm. Just I don't like not intentionally, but I just um, these Corey likes to make fun of me for it. But I listen to a lot of George Watsky. Um, Dude, Wasky was hard back in the day. Yeah, I'm not that. You and some of the other guys, uh, they like, I give you shit because everyone else gives you shit. <laughs> but I, um, he released an album recently called I think Complaint, um, that I honestly wasn't a big fan of. I thought his album uh, Times Infinity was absolutely amazing because it had a mixture of some of his like older upbeat stuff, but it also was kind of more sentimental in a way, I guess. Uh, this new one, he, there's some stuff that he seems that he experiments with, which I think is good when it comes to music, but it's clear that, like, this album was full of stuff that is like, okay, now I know what I probably shouldn't do. Because, like, there's, like, a lot... There's, like, a couple songs where he uses autotune, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Honestly, I feel like T- T-Pain is the only... Is like the, I feel like he's the, the only one that gets the autotune pass. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that like you mentioned, uh, Whit Lowry, NF. I listen, like unintentionally, I just think that they're good. And, I don't know. I just for some reason kept myself in atmosphere. Yeah. But you know, I'm call it cultural appropriation. But I don't know. That's I don't want. That's a little. Can whites rap? Is it allowed? Who knows? I don't know.
Dude, there there is rap music today. Twenty nineteen, there's rap music in like almost every country in the world now. Yeah. Um, Have you heard any Russian rap? Dude, my friend was showing me some Russian rap the other day. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Have you have you heard any Mandarin rap? No. Yeah, yeah. No way. I found this Mandarin artist. Yeah, yeah. I took two years of Mandarin. Dude, I I barely even know. That shit is great. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like like bragging. He's bragging, like, dude, like he's he's flexing on him. Like, I got out of college when I was nineteen, buddy. Like, what the fuck? Where you at? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. Oh my. Yeah. Uh, I've also heard some German rap. It's one of the more popular ones out of the foreign languages. Um, and to them, it's not foreign, so I don't know why I'm saying that. But uh, I think Crow, C-R-O, is one that's out there. They're doing some kind of more mainstream-sounding stuff. Uh, I'm a huge fan of theirs, and there's some other artists out there. I actually have a foreign rap playlist that I just bump sometimes. There's some good Swedish shit in there, honestly. Like, it's really dope. yeah. 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 Out of any of the foreign music, I definitely, definitely listen to grime. Grime is like all time favorite uh, foreign music. Tell me about that. Just, uh, just cause like, uh, it's kind of like got some kind of a connection to me. Okay. Just I was put on by family members who live in England. Okay. And they they told me about some of their favorite artists and. Grime music is a lot like um, what American hip hop was like 20 years ago. Like it's a lot more lyrical and um, they focus on just the, more of the technical aspects of hip hop. But it's also on some pretty modern sounding beats, like some high BPM, kind of like grimy and industrial sounds is pretty cool. Yeah, um, kind of going back to mumble rap here for a second. I'm remembering a quote that somebody said on uh, Instagram, probably pretty recently. He said, <clears throat> "Today, people are succeeding in getting mainstream through making music that sounds like whatever's hot." And people in the '90s got mainstream and famous because they were making music that was outside the box. Um, do do you guys notice that difference today, or do you disagree with that? Um, I definitely agree. Yeah, I was. I, have you seen um, that Bohemian Rhapsody uh, movie? I just watched it last night. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was a good movie, it was so wasn't good. it? Yeah, I I just saw it a couple of days ago, but I, it made me think um, when I saw it. Actually, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about how like these days, you don't need much to get on. As long as you have an internet connection and a camera, you don't even need the best camera, dude. You can have, like, an iPhone 7, iPhone 6, like, <coughs> and make a decent music video as long as you mm-hmm. know what you're doing yeah. with your software and your mm-hmm. and your shots. Um, but, yeah, like, all the tools exist. Like, dude, back in the day, the stuff we're doing in FL Studio, you might have needed $10,000. Oh, yeah. To, to be able to do what we're doing just to buy like all the individual analog bits and connect yep. it all together yeah. to build a studio now we, you just need a laptop mm-hmm. and a digital workstation there we go that's all you need yeah I mean we're doing this podcast off of a seven year old laptop and a hundred and like a hundred thirty dollar microphone so 
I think it's. Imp- I think. Uh, An audacity. Shout out audacity. Using people audacity. Give me shit for using audacity to make beats. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I know. He's oh. like people give him, which I think is stupid too. Because I mean, he knows how to use the soft. I feel like if you know how to use the software well, then it does. It shouldn't matter what you're using. Um, you can like you can give people shit for using iMovie for video editing, but if you can turn out a decent video from it, then props to you if you can make a decent video with iMovie. No, okay, <laughs> iMovie is, it's gotten better as long as you're not using <clears throat> iMovie Music or the default text and the tech and like the text creator, then I think it's okay because that's what I used to use. And I've uh, when I did some of my films before I discovered what Adobe was and before what uh, FX Home was. That's yeah. what I used, and I feel like I was able to turn out some decent stuff from that um i use audacity because it gives me the best precision because i can zoom in to literally billionths of a second and i don't think it <laughs> there aren't a lot of things that can do that as easily as it can and uh, analyze like very like like the short waves at the very very smallest points where i can if if a sample is popping on me I can just make these very minute changes that are like billionths of a second and it completely eliminates the pop that's got to get so tedious sometimes. It does, but it's so worth it yeah. to make your beat sound better. Sometimes I forget about it, and I just leave fucking, like, microphone pops in my <laughs> music, and I just, uh, it's trash. But um, I can also, my my percussion, my taste in percussion is very, uh, I'm, I'm kind of picky when it comes to percussion and rap music and hip-hop music. It's the most important part to me, and having the ability to... Uh, precisely place uh, per, uh, percussion in a, in a beat is extremely important to me because I make like swing beats and stuff like that, like old jazz shit. And sometimes when you're using FL Studio and stuff like that, it automatically puts it on a grid for you, and your beat, your your sample doesn't always align with that. And something we talked about on the last uh, on on episode three is uh, using samples that don't exactly align with the rhythm, like like a, a, like a set tempo, you know, because it's all jazz recordings. It's like fucking John Coltrane and stuff. He's not playing exactly on time because it's real instruments, you know what I mean? Like, you are... That's your mouth moving. You can't get that, like, surgically on time all the time. And so I have to manipulate my percussion a lot, and uh, Audacity does that for me. So. Yeah. Plus, it's free. Plus, it's free. It Audacity's free, free and uh, me promoting them is—it's uh, okay because no one makes any money. Send a check to, <laughs> yes, whatever uh, Pure Pureform or whatever, what whoever makes Audacity. I don't know. Yeah, you guys are great. Thank you. It's been around for a long time, I think. So, yeah, thanks. I used to feed for a Glock to hold so I could make cash with no obstacles. You better think fast because they robbing folks. I'll never believe words. I don't trust the soul. So go hit a lick. You'll be set for days and go fuck your bitch. Take the pain away. And I'm not a saint, but at least can but, say the uh, word. Speaking of studios and recording and shit, you guys meet up on Saturdays still? You told me yeah, about that, yeah. right? Yeah. Like Saturday evenings is that a weekly thing? Like it's that's Saturdays, man. Yeah. For so sa- Saturdays for the boys. For the boys. All right. Um, I wish I had that. You know, I wish I had like a musical group that I could. I mean, hey, you're welcome anytime, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean Bro. that. No, that would be great if we could all get together. I mean, I was even talking this dude on the way up. Like, if if we tonight, if like we made some like lit beat and like freestyle or something like that would be great. Now I know that's maybe over. 
uh, over the expectations. But yeah, I mean, music people in Columbus, we're always well, looking I'm for people. I'm not freestyling on the air. Hell no. You don't want to freestyle today? I, I, I didn't mean oh, on the air. I was kind of hoping you would. I didn't mean on the air. I was just saying. So yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, we, we should definitely talk about that. It's the sure. whole Columbus connections. I mean, we got to stick together, man. These things are important. Otherwise, we're not going anywhere. It's true. So, I talked about that in episode four. Uh, yeah. pretty much the entire time. Engage your local community because none of us get anywhere if you aren't engaging your local oh, community. Oh, yeah. At the very end of the episode, I said, I challenge every listener to find a new song <laughs> by a local artist to listen to. One song. One song a day. It's three minutes. Four minutes out of your fucking day. You know what's crazy, too, is like people act like we're from like some, some like shit back, town. Backwoods town like that nobody's sure heard of. Bro, it's Columbus. Like, this is like, I think I saw once. This is like, like, in like the top twenty most populated cities in America. Yeah, yeah maybe even top fifteen. Real. Especially with music, um, we mentioned that like Twenty One Pilots was kind of was one was. They're some, still pretty big. With some music. of the people um, from for some of them went actually to Westerville North, and that's where I graduated. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? From high school. What, yeah. what do you What do you guys think of Twenty One Pilots? I good, thought Vessel uh, was good. Yeah. Um, their new stuff's a little too poppy for me. I'm not a huge I, pop I fan. I kind of like their their newest album. I I think I thought it was alright. Um, they're very very like hit or miss for me. Yeah. Very hit or miss. My work plays them constantly. Oh. So like. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's well, not always great. has some good stuff, but I think uh, Vessel is probably still my favorite. Yeah. Car Radio was the first song I ever heard by them. Yeah. 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 It's a classic. And I think Ride's good. You know. They got some. They got some bops there. Yeah, I think. I haven't like listened to them um, on a regular basis since maybe my freshman or sophomore year, though, and I feel like that's kind of where their uh, audience kind of falls. Mainly is kind of within the late, early to like like mid to late middle school to early high school. I feel is kind of where it drops. Like. Damn. No, I don't. I don't mean that to like diss them. I just noticed that like a lot of people like our age and older don't really listen to them. But I remember like Tyler Joseph getting the heat today. No, man. I, I'm just like I just noticed that like if they didn't seem. Maybe it's just because. Uh, well, there, there was a big jump between because I think before their most recent album wasn't Blurryface, their last, which came out in 2012, I think. So I feel like they kind of. I want. I don't want to say irrelevant. Um, they kind of like, I think they they dropped in popularity a little, (laughs) I think they dropped in popularity a little bit after, uh, (laughs) like, because it's been, it was a while since their last album. You know what, they are, they are still hot, really hot in Europe though. Really? Really. They actually have a, a tour in Europe, yeah. Yeah, man, like, they, like, people, people in the global community really seem to fuck with 21 Pilots. Hmm. Which I, which I think is cool. I think that gives, uh. That's a good. That gives a good look for Columbus. Yeah. I just think it's funny that uh, we have now told two musical artists to end their careers on this podcast. Okay, I did not <laughs> say that they need to end their career. I wasn't saying Daniel that for Johnston. Da- no, okay. if you listen to I episode like three. Daniel Johnston. I like Twenty One Pilots. I just no, no, no. They, I didn't tell him to fuck off. I didn't. I will leave. <laughs> I will leave. You're the one recording. I am it, the one ass. recording it. Uh, no, uh, 21 Pilots has some dope shit. No, absolutely. I'm just saying that you don't see, like, a lot of people who listen to it back in the day still listening to it, I feel yeah. like. Gab Street's opinion matters so much to them, so, you know, I just want to 
Mm. Make sure they're feeling okay, you know. You guys are getting sued for slander next my, week. Yeah, my bro. brother's ex... <laughs> the defense is that it's true, though. <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm referencing Spaceballs, but I'm not. My brother, my half-brother's ex-girlfriend's college roommate is Tyler Joseph's sister. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> <laughs> my half-brother's ex-girlfriend's half-brother's college ex-girlfriend. roommate <laughs> is Tyler Joseph's sister. I zoned twice. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can't follow you there. Ice girlfriend. <laughs> I cannot take this walk down Gab Street with you today, Gabe. But a- anyway, um, I was attempting to use that connection to get tickets to a 21 Pilots concert. Uh, okay. That failed. That's a lot of phone calls. So I saw Brick. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a girl who yeah. knows <laughs> Taxi I ended up, I think, because uh, I wanted to go to a concert, and I think I ended up going to see Breaking Benjamin instead. <laughs> <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. So it quite the quite the jump in terms of uh, in terms of musical genre. Did he but break? I still had a good time. Are they still Breaking Benjamin? I, 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 he should probably be broken at this point. I'm, you can stop. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and I felt the pain I lost you and I'm not the same Find it's hard just to let go Where's the person I used to know Past few weeks got a lot on my mind I'm getting down thinking about old times Seeing clouds in the sun So, what are some concerts you guys have been to recently? I've only ever been to one concert Really? Really? Yes It was uh, this really tiny group of people called Asian Doughboys um, Never listened to their music um, Are they bakers? No. <laughs> no, my my friend, he was a fan of them. And he said, hey, tickets are like $10 downtown, let's go. I said, I've never been to a show before. Hell yeah, let's go. Oh, but yeah. it was it was cool, man. They had the, this girl from Sweden. Um, she fucking tried to blow everybody's eardrums out. I swear to God, like, I had to buy, like, I never get the little, like, foam things you put in. I never get those, but I pay, like, $2 just to get them because, like, Jesus, it was hurting. Mm-hmm. And they had some idiots that were, like, dancing, like, I was, like, my ears were hurting in the back, and they had some idiots up front dancing, like, right next to the big, like, speaker that's, like, taller than your whole body. They're like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is fine. I'm definitely not going to lose my hearing in five years. Like, <laughs> I, uh, A friend of mine, I Groove U recently had their uh, their Instaband competition. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have heard of that. I think I've heard of Groove U before. Yeah, Groove U, every year they put on this uh, competition where local artists can <coughs> kind of audition <clears throat> in a way and like perform. And whoever like wins this competition gets like a bunch of like can go through Grooveview's music program or like some kind of program that they have they get some uh, scholarship money and like get to record a music video and a bunch of other cool stuff and a friend of mine uh, her name's Ruth Bergenthal she goes by Rube is her like music name she was participating in it and she made it to the finals which they had at Scully's last week mm-hmm. wow um, and so I went to, I went to that show and I was amazed. There was not a single... Most of these are, like... These are high school kids. And I... There wasn't a single bad act. And there was, like... um, It was was mainly, like, rock-themed music. So there's a lot... There was... But there was a great mixture of, like... uh, Some, like, folk, punk, alternative. There was just, like, a bunch of, like, different, like, rock genres, I guess. But there wasn't a single bad show. And I, I was just... It was a great time overall. There was so many just young, talented kids from all over Ohio... 
and it was I was just amazed. And this is why Columbus is dope. Because if you go anywhere else in Ohio, maybe maybe not Cleveland or Cincinnati, because those are also dope cities. But like anywhere else in Ohio, you know the cornfields. Uh, <laughs> most places in America, you're not gonna find that that level, that volume of talent. I should say there is that talent, but there's not gonna be a show in another, in a lot of other places where every act mm-hmm. is listenable. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Columbus gets overlooked. I agree. Yeah, we have a thriving scene here, and there's a lot of stuff going on that a lot of people don't pay attention to. Yeah. I'd agree, and I think that's definitely why us especially, I mean, because of our geographical location, that's not to disregard our skills or anything, but definitely um, there's potential. Yeah, especially. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just fucking cold. Yeah. Well, it's it's cold, cold and hot. Ohio so can't right. make up its mind when it yeah. comes to this weather. It's like it's forty eight one day, then it's like negative twenty the next, and it's like I said in the first episode, it's a neutral mm, weather. It is. <laughs> I remember uh, probably over five, over over like five years ago, um, almost ten years now. Probably there was this one winter where it was like spring conditions. Up until, I don't know, like February. Yeah. But like we had tulips blooming in the backyard mm-hmm. in I think like like late December, like early January. It's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. So you so you talked about like concerts and all that, right? Yeah. So I I'm the same with Aaron really. Um, Basically, I've only been to one, and that was actually to see NF. So, okay. Nice. Yeah, so he yeah. was here in Columbus, more specifically downtown, but... That was recently, wasn't it? It, it was, yeah. yeah. It was at uh, Express Live downtown. Yeah. And surprisingly, the tickets were not expensive. I think I paid, like, 50 bucks. That's not bad for Express Live. No, it's not. Dude, 50 bucks. How many people were there? Oh, there were thousands, like... Me... So, w- one of my... Yeah, one of my friends... That's a um, lot of fucking money. Oh yeah, well, fifty yeah fifty bucks, but it's also kind of like, it's also like a pretty big place too. Like it's not like the Newport, you know, or like Scully's or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Ten sure. to twenty bucks for sure. So, so my friend um, Joseph and I, which by the way, he's another guy also working with Aaron and I to make I, music. Was he featured on one of your songs? He was on Wake Two. Up. He was on Wake yeah, Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was the guy singing. Okay. Well, anyway, oh, he, he was great. He, I loved it. He's really good. Yeah, I'll have to tell you about that sometime. But he, him and I went to the NF concert, right? Nice. So he's, he, he picked me up. He's like, bro. Well, actually, the funny part is like t- a few weeks before. See, I didn't think I was originally going to be able to make it. Just because of the date. I had a lot going on. There was school. Somehow, uh, classes got canceled or something. It all worked out. So like two weeks before, I was like, bro, I'm going. He's like, they're sold out, right? And I'm like... No, I just bought my ticket. Like we're going right. So he, so he picked me up. We drive downtown, and this was probably like five hours before the show even started. There was only one family there, all right, and they were waiting outside the gate. And they're like, yeah, we've been here since like midnight last night or something like that. <laughs> so they were there for like a day. Bro. And, and but I mean on the plus side they're like, okay, yeah, we met NF. You know, he's like he's a cool guy and all that. And I was like, okay, well, great for them. But we just sat there. We decided to get Chipotle, so then we came back. But the line, I mean, downtown, you know, people don't know how to drive. It's crazy. It's packed. But the line, man, you couldn't see the end. Yeah. And so that that was... I, the whole. It was a good experience, but it was definitely... 
Uh, it was an interesting one. You gotta hit up those smaller shows, man. Oh yeah, dude. For real. I'll take you. To, I'll take you guys to a few. Yeah, days. yeah, dude, of course. As soon as I have a car, man. As soon as I I'll have a car. I'll pick you all up. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. 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 let's go. Uh, there's yeah. a guy around here. I just think he's like, um, he's kind of like the local showman. His name's Sam Rothstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, okay. you, you told me about him. I got him on Instagram. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he runs Six One Four Pipeline. Oh, yeah. really? He's one of those guys. Do you know about Six One Four Pipeline? Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. That's him. Oh um, my gosh, he has. I, I, yeah, I'd love to go. I'd love to see something like that. He's one of those guys that really takes locals only to heart. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he does it for um, for everywhere else in Ohio too. But like, he 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 reps for Ohio. You know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, he he does this this series called uh, Declassified. <clears throat> I went to Declassified 2 and 4, I think. They were both at Victories downtown. And they'll have, like, five or six artists come on stage, and they'll <clears throat> they'll do two rounds of two songs each. So everybody will do four, do four songs total. Mm. And it's all, like, unreleased and unfinished shit. So you're hearing the creative process on stage. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. And it's totally free. Yeah. Which it makes sense because it's unfinished stuff. Cool. And I've met a few of those rappers. And, uh, I mean, I've been trying to get them on my beats, but uh, they haven't yet. Because I make pretty weird fucking beats. But (laughs) they've been super nice. They've been super dope. And uh, it's a good experience if you want to make connections there. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, uh, or we actually do have scheduled later this month. We're going to have a hip-hop photographer uh, at Hip-Hop Seabus. His name's Kenneth Jackson. He's going to be on uh, Gab Street later this month, and he goes to a lot of those shows and takes photos. So yeah. I recommend everybody follow him. He's pretty dope. Yeah, okay. I, d- I definitely need to get more involved in that, man. I was yeah. I was talking to, um, you know, uh, Dreamcatchers Media? Hmm. Uh, they did, like, a cipher, like a 614 cipher. Okay. Um, uh, Keys was on there. Cassius mm-hmm. Keys was nice. on there. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. Um, there were a few others uh, that I was familiar, but anyway. Um, so yeah, yeah. These these guys, they they seem to be like doing their their, their thing here in Columbus. Um, so I just like I hit him up on Twitter. I was like, so what's up, man? Like, uh, what what advice do you got for someone trying to get into the underground scene? And he said, just like go to go to the shows and yeah, talk to people, interact, man. Yeah. I haven't. I don't really know. There's an artist named Bad Ways that uh, has been at a lot of shows, and I I've, I've met him like three times maybe, but just from having, like he's he's gotten me like a couple free tickets to, uh, after just like DMing him once or twice. You know, like it's that kind of stuff. Yeah, comes from even the smallest of connections. It's so important. To, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, to do that. So that's pretty sweet. Shout out to Kenneth again because I know that's uh, that's a guy I can trust to always be my first like on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> he's always there. He's for always us. there. It's like he's waiting. And he tweets some really good shit. He tweets yeah. some inspirational stuff. So he's a good dude. Yeah, we'll definitely have him on here pretty soon. Would you ever do a show? Considering it? I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. You want to do one right now? Freestyle a little bit? Uh, <laughs> I can pull up a beat. I don't... I, I can't freestyle. Okay. I can't, what, like, what happened? What happened with the... With the... Fuck. What was it? Phantogram. Phantogram. That, that was a pre-written... 
that I called a freestyle. <laughs> it all comes out. You heard it, it here first, folks. Oh, I yeah. knew it all along. Actually, the reason I called it Fanagram Freestyle was um, there, like, a few years ago in high school, um, ASAP Rocky released, like, this little snippet called Fanagram Freestyle on on uh, Spotify. And it wasn't even, like, a full song. It was just, like, probably, like, like a six, like, like 16 bars, like a verse and, and a hook to finish it off and nothing else. But it was that instrumental, just the and um, he was freestyling on it. I think it's Running From The Cops, is that what it's called? No. Or no, that's not it. I was, anyway. Well, yeah, he, yeah. He, was, he was rapping on it, rather. Yeah. And uh, it sounded dope, man. But then it got taken down for copyright or whatever. Damn. Because ASAP Rocky's a big star, and he can't he can't release anything that is... Uh, <laughs> Using another... It, yeah, man, yeah. but... That's why I'm, I, not, I'm not making any money off of it, so, like, I can... It's all for the art, man. I was really glad you didn't just say because Fanagram Freestyle sounds cool. Hmm? I thought I was glad you didn't just say because the, oh, yeah. the phrase Fanagram Freestyle <laughs> sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm uh, that's part of last episode we talked a little about self promotion <clears throat> and how uh, I can feel it's kind of a self defeating attitude where I can feel obnoxious if I'm trying to tell people about my music at all mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, sure. but there's a double edged sword to that where I sample all my shit yeah. <laughs> so if I uh, if I get big in any way and then I have been found to have been overusing a sample that is not public domain because I'm sure some of them are public domain by now because they're so fucking old but like that could be bad for me potentially you know? yeah so well you do a good job of like editing enough and I don't think you use it at least from what I can tell what you take you kind of like take the original song and kind of put it out of order a little bit and yeah like just take usually. snippets and like sometimes you'll reverse it or change the speed sometimes so. I even change the time signature yeah like for the outro to my last album the original song was uh what you won't do for love for by Bobby Caldwell and I took that and I sampled it and it's normally four four but I put it in 3-4, so it just had a completely different feel to it. So um, I'm, I'm good there. But song beats that, like the, my shittiest beat, just called Biking, I think, or whatever, uh, I the sample there is just clearly just used. Cor like, you know? Corey, you ever tried out FL Studio? I have a little bit. You should you should uh, you should get a demo just to, yeah. to mess around. I have it on here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying a little bit. I actually one of my latest beats I used a uh, a keyboard macro for like mm -hmm. you would press it, like you it, like a sampler like you press the key and it would play the percussion. Yeah. So I just kind of did this like fun little you know. And you, you know about this one. Yeah. It's called Frenzy. Yeah. It's just the silliest shit ever. I'm going to release <laughs> I remember He started, uh, a like, he it. showed it to me, and I thought this is like, I thought it was pretty cool, but it was pretty silly. And he just starts writing on the computer, and I just I was, like, dying laughing because it's just like, <laughs> what he had Hopefully, I'll be coming out with that one soon. If I can get it recorded. Yeah. This, that'll be fun. I'll do it for you guys after. But. Yeah. Yeah. Big city dreams with some short pretty things It's a long time seems I've been plotting on my streets Give me that green, I got needs like a fiend Won't stop till I got it If I drop reincarnate, motherfucker what, uh, what, One more, uh, we can talk about more after this But the last one on our list mm. 
your very first song on your page, Zay, mm-hmm, yeah. is Free Kodak Part 2. Hell where was yeah. my part question? One. Where yeah. is Part, part 1? <laughs> where is, is part, it? We want answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... A milli, a milli, a milli. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. There is no, there is no Part 1. That Damn, what? Man. That is the only... A lie! No, you know, actually, um... <laughs> I'm glad that somebody's actually wondering where part one was. <laughs> that was that was a tr- my, my my trollish reasoning back in the day. Like. <laughs> no, but I actually, I'm gonna fuck with somebody. <laughs> They're gonna be wondering. But like, do you, you saw the thumbnail. Like the whole the whole thing was taken with like it was supposed to be a little silly. Is that the one? Yeah. Like Donald, that's the Donald Trump yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't really like like actually serious about this shit back in, back then, but. Um, <laughs> I called it Free Kodak Part 2 because um, back in high school, Kodak got locked up. Everyone was saying Free Kodak, and he got free. And then <coughs> when I recorded that, he got locked up for a second time. And everyone was saying Free Kodak for a second time. So I said, all right, I need some title. I'm going to call it Free Kodak Part 2. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What about, uh, what about 21? What about 21 Savage? What do you think about him getting locked up for a minute? Oh, um... Was it, he wasn't... Was he locked up or... Because he stayed over his visa or whatever. Dude, my, my, my English brother. Yeah. <laughs> We're family now. <laughs> you got a 12-car garage, but you only got six cars now? Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> poor, poor 21. Free 21. Wow. He needs to be allowed back in the States. Yeah. I don't know, man. Visas are quite complicated. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they don't mess around with that. They don't, man. I, I think, given who he is, I, I don't think it would be that difficult for him. Yeah, but they could ban him just, like, to use... They, they could use him as an example. I mean, I don't... Yeah, but I don't, at the same time, it's like, even if he can't come back to America, I don't think that his career is, like, over or anything. Oh, like, no, no, yeah, not, like, not at all, yeah. Yeah, I'm well, sure like, he could... Here's the thing. Here's the thing, too. Like, because um, he, because he wasn't a citizen... Like, he wasn't touring, man. Mm. He wasn't touring anywhere in the world except for the States. So now that he's been outed, now that he's got no reason not to be touring, he, he can tour every single country in the world now except yeah. for America. Damn. <laughs> so he might have fans in places he didn't even realize. But I'm sure I'm sure 21 will be back eventually. Yeah. Kind of like how uh, fucking, uh, what is it? Odd Future got kicked out of yeah. in New Zealand. <laughs> I thought they were kicked out of England. Really? Were they? I think it was... It, I could be wrong. Dude, of all the groups to kick out, I think that's one of the more tame ones. Yeah. Honestly. I love Odd Future. Like, they have a song called Oldie. It's like 12 minutes long. It's fucking dope, man. Yeah, Odd Future is great. Yeah. It's great. And Loiter Squad's pretty funny, too. You gotta admit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shit's good. Well, uh, I think it is about time to get close to wrapping it up. Are you guys, uh, do you guys want to uh, shout out anybody? Is there any, are there any other topics you want to uh, throw out there? Any last uh, few minutes? Last things? words of wisdom? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, the last thing I wanted to say, actually, and it was back at the mumble rap thing, because this was, 
I was thinking about it the whole time, but I'm like, oh, we're probably gonna revisit mumble rap, you know? Okay. But I, I think you're you're definitely right with spot on with that quote, and you know, it's going way back. Where basically, I think people ride the wave of what's what's trending, and that's kind of what gets them popular. I mean, look at Mo Bamba, for example. God. I mean that that song. I got hold. Right. Yeah, it's, it's really. It's, it's a little wacky. But but the fact that that's kind of on the rise, I feel like is. What makes people popular, but Tatiana, Blueface. Yeah, and, but here's the thing. I think just the fact that you're popular now doesn't mean you will stay popular. Exactly. If you look at the legends, okay, look at Eminem or look at Johnny Cash. I mean, I, I know he's not rap, but country, dude, that'd be so funny. That actually would. <laughs> but you know, you get the point. It's like they're legends and they're me memorized. I don't know. They're 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 memorized by they're immortalized yeah yeah. yeah yeah basically because like uh they were very talented and like you said they weren't necessarily just following what was good in the time but i actually think they were quite different they created uh, what's good in the time i yeah, yeah exactly that's how they did it yeah they they were the people to follow because they were what was hot you know? Yeah, and uh, shout out to uh, Joseph K, my boy who was featured in uh, Wake Up. Another guy with the uh, underground music scene, so you should definitely check him out. Joseph Studio is his Instagram. He'd appreciate the love. That's uh, J-O-S-E-F. Yes, and I think, P-H. I think his Instagram is actually um, underscore J-O-S-E-F underscore uh, studio. And then underscore, so Joseph Studio okay. on Instagram, so gotcha. you guys check him out. Dope. Are there any shout-outs you would like to put out there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I just want to say, um, like, what's up, what's up, Columbus? Um, yeah. Like, I haven't really done anything to put myself out there yet, but I'm going to this year. I'm going to... Be, be more out there. Hey, oh, yeah. your boy's on the rise. Yeah. No, so so if, um, if there are any artists... Uh, that have heard my music and would like to collab, just hit me up on Twitter or Instagram or, I don't know, if you know Corey, tell Corey about, like, whatever. Um, my Instagram is ZayCrypto, Z-A-Y-K-R-Y-P-T-O, um, and the Twitter is the same. And, uh, yeah, shout out Shout out Kevin, shout out Jochi, hey. shout out Cabby, shout out Mateus, shout out Brian. Um, am I forgetting anyone? Shout out Corey for having us on. Yeah. Of yeah. anytime. Yeah, thanks for having us on. This is yeah. this is cool, man. It's yeah, good to be a part real. of this. Thank you very much. All right. Awesome. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Yep. All right.